Ladies, gentlemen, Jean-Michel Glachon again, still in Brussels. I am with Damien Meadows, a pillar of the team of George Delbecke IDG Climate. And I thought very interesting for us to have the view of the younger generation of uh, DG Climate guys. Damien, in your opinion, COP21, end of last year, was it a success? Was it interesting? Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think COP21 was as big a success as is possible in the United Nations wow. system. Big so lot, huh? I was very impressed by the outcome. Okay. Um, But why? I think primarily the ambition of governments has been confirmed to not just keeping climate change below two degrees, but taking a look to see if one and a half degrees is possible. That's true. And also the action by 190 or so countries to be saying we will be taking action to, to limit and to reduce our emissions. So it has been good, but uh, for the EU, what does it change for us? The direction the EU is going in has been endorsed. Uh, European heads of state have committed us to a 40% domestic reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, the first half of the legislation for this has already been proposed. The, the, the remainder, the other half on energy markets, on so-called effort sharing outside of the emission trading system, are being proposed in 2016. So, so what we have to do now in Europe is turn our political commitments to a 40% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions and an energy union into reality through adopted laws. Ah, Daniel, it's unclear for me if you are telling me if everything is rosy because we are now more in parallel with the world, or if you are telling me that we have still big challenges of us in the EU. No, I, th I mean, there's always challenges in adopting legislation, there's ah, always okay. details, but What Paris confirmed is that the EU is not travelling alone on this path. Okay. Um, I think carbon pricing at the UN level is not a realistic possibility. Paris recognised that. But what we have is China developing an economy-wide trading system. I, I was on an event in Paris with a, my a Chinese counterpart, and uh, the, the Chinese system will be twice the size of Europe's. It could cover four billion tonnes of greenhouse gas emissions and they know that they have to get the price signals right for China's development. Likewise, in Korea, there's an economy-wide emissions trading system up and running now. Also New Zealand, various US states. So the direction towards carbon pricing and taking more action is very clear from Paris. Okay, Damien. Do you have any view or thought about uh, technology innovation, uh, R&D, uh, technology choices, the future of the energy system? Paris also confirmed the importance of innovation. We saw the initiatives with Bill Gates, Mission Innovation and other things coming out of Paris. But again, the United Nations is not trying to run this innovation. Uh, of course. And it's done between countries, it's done between companies. Uh, in EU, is it done at EU level, at member state level, at companies level? Where, where, where is the key of the I future? I think it's a combination of all of these. But the one I work with most closely is the so-called innovation fund. The heads of state have given support for using 450 million ETS allowances to support breakthrough innovation. This could be up to 10 billion euros. And how to actually invest this money wisely, how to draw on the best knowledge and actually make the changes we need in Europe in the right timescale is a key challenge right now for where inputs are very welcome. That's true. Maybe you heard from somebody of more from your generation than mine, Georg Zachmann, this morning, that we have an energy mix issue in the EU. Do, do you think anything about what 
Georg said? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the carbon price here is neutral on the energy mix while trying to bring innovation and lower emissions across all sectors. Um, I guess what I personally focus on is the breadth of what we do in Europe. Uh, I, the energy sector is recognizing the challenge of climate change, it's supporting policies to, to reduce um, the risks, but I don't necessarily see that across all sectors of the economy. So I think there is this issue about making sure that everybody in the, in the economy contributes fairly to where we need to get to. Thank you, Damien. Ladies and gentlemen, you can see or you can hear from here that the next generation is ready. Joss and me, we will retire someday. I will be replaced by Georg and Joss will be replaced by Damien. Damien, have a good day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye.